now, it's time for part three of In The Moment. This is In The Moment's Note of the Week. Katie. Mo. Would you consider the Titanic a love story? No. She left him out to die. Speaking of girl math. <laughs> saw a tweet that said, Titanic. Rosa is on a deathbed. Instead of thinking about her children and her husband, with who she has been living for 70 years, she remembers some homeless dude who <laughs> fucked her on a boat. Millions of women consider this a love story. <laughs> you know why? Are you kidding me, man? You know why? Why? Tell me why. Those women who consider it a love story are the women who are in a relationship with men they settled for. They always have that that's love. That's the majority. I know. That's that's why they think it's a love story. And it's really not. It's and just a like, damn love story. I wanted Joe. <laughs> but now I just settled for Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your dumb ass in the water freezing when you could have went with your husband that's and stupid. children. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now look at you on mm. a damn bed frame mm. and I'm talking about I lost Freezing. the love. Wait, what goes set? Tasha, please. I just lost the love of my life. <laughs> he All said right. this to his wife. All right, man. All right, don't worry about it. Bad take of the week. It's a new segment I want to start every week, Katie. Okay. Because there'd be a lot of bad takes out here and I want to tell people why some of these takes are bad. Ice Spice is sexy. That is a great example of a bad take. I don't exactly know why we're jumping on the attack ice spice train, but I got her back. <laughs> Is she I not sexy? I don't know what we're doing. I what mean, was happening? She's pretty. I just wanted to. You are the person who convinced me, actually, to get on the ice spice train. Do I you like not her remember music. this? Yeah, I like her music. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what we were so excited about, but that's me all the time. No, it's sexy red. It's a lot of them. But she you has told just me. That, the bop music. It's not like, oh, I this bet. Is don't they all? Gonna Ooh, go more down bop in music. history. That's what the world is missing. Let's just keep bopping away. Yes. You remember that when you was a kid, the little bop game? Bop it! (laughs) (laughs) Pull it! Twist it! You remember that stupid-ass game? Yeah. That's exactly how these rappers sound. Don't worry about it. So there's a guy um, who had a take. I don't want to call him out because I I got nothing but love for him. But I really do believe that on these platforms... Mm. A lot of these people give what I personally, just my personal opinion, believe to be really ignorant and bad takes. And they get millions and millions of listeners Mm -hmm. who run with this shit and probably repeat it on their platforms and then it continues to repeat. And I got a list of 10 of them. Oh, some of these takes have to stop. And I want you to tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Okay, I got you. I'm going to start with this one. Mm hmm. There was a person who said, and they were serious about this, people, and I hear this a lot, people who have never been there are always telling somebody what they should do when they should shut up because they've never been there. I fucking hate that. That's the take. Yes. I see that take a lot. Do you? Yes. All the time. Yes. You ain't never had it, so how you gonna tell me? You ain't never been there, how you gonna tell me? You ain't never did that. How somebody gonna tell Drake what he should do? They ain't never been Drake. How somebody gonna tell LeBron they ain't never been... I hate that take. It's such an ignorant take. Mm -hmm. And I always, every single time I hear it, I wish that there was someone there that would tell the person who was saying this and spewing that stupidity across the planet one simple thing. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. Think about it this way. In life, Mm -hmm. 
A lot of the time, when you're the person in the situation, whatever it is that you're in, yes, no one else knows what you're going through, what you're truly feeling, what it's like to be there, how to maneuver, how to navigate, because they've never been there. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. What's not true is you'd be a fool to believe that people who are looking at it from the outside looking in cannot give you a fresh perspective that can actually help you while you're in it. Case in point, relationships. That's it. Okay. You stop right there. Mm -hmm. How many times have you seen someone you care about, someone you love in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And from the outside looking in, it's very clear what they should do. Yep. It's the clearest thing you'll ever see in your life. Yep. But they cannot see it. And they won't. And they will never see it because they're in it. So you let them live. You have to. But you sitting there the entire time knowing exactly how this is going to end, mm -hmm. how, how bad it's going to be, yeah. where it's going. Yep. You know it's a matter of time, but there's nothing you can do. You have to watch them go through it. And a lot of the time, the people in those situations will not believe the people that are close to them and love them because they hear stupid-ass takes like that. I don't think it's a part of... I think that's a part of it, not all of it. Oh, okay, right, right. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's all of it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that that's a part of it. If it was widely known that people around you may actually be able to give you mm. a perspective that is useful. Mm -hmm. I ain't mm. and I'm not and, and I'm not at all saying that they're gonna give you exactly how to navigate through something, no. but to think that you cannot get something helpful right. out of listening to a person who may not have ever been there, mm -hmm. but they know you mm -hmm. and they love you. Mm-hmm. And they can offer you some things mm. that's coming from a perspective that's not jaded. Yep. That's not exhausted. Yep. That's not worn down from being in the middle of it and having to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You'd be a fool to think that a person cannot help you navigate in a situation like that simply because they've never been there. I feel this way even with kids. I remember, and I don't give people advice on their kids anymore. Mm -hmm. Religion. It's a lot of things I don't touch. Right. But I do remember being younger. And I remember, I don't remember who it was, actually, but I remember the debate. And the person simply said to me, how would you know you don't have kids? That was the last time I ever put myself in a situation for somebody with kids to tell me that. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to people kids, I don't say a damn thing. Keep my mouth shut. Right. But what this person didn't understand and what it was based on at the time, and this is just my opinion, it was based on putting your hands on your children. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put my hands on my children. I told my parents that when I was a teenager, they told me, you'll never know, you might outgrow that. I will never outgrow it. It's attached to slavery to me. I'm never doing it. Mm -hmm. I just feel like there's other ways to go about it. I got my ass whooped every day. I don't have kids, mm -hmm. but I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I remember what it felt like to be that kid. Exactly. I know who it worked. I know what didn't. Mm -hmm. I remember Maybe you didn't experience that as a kid, and that's why you don't know that that ain't the way to go, and that's not going to help your kid in the future because I know what that looked like because I was once a kid. Mm -hmm. So me not having kids, I get it. You may not want to take my advice because you feel like I don't qualify to give it, but you're ignoring a huge part of my life. That I had to grow up. I was a kid for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's still things you can learn. You can learn from someone who's ignorant. Mm -hmm. You can learn from someone who's stupid. You can learn from anyone. And smart people know that. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you only learn from the smart. You learn from everyone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that take, that mentality of if you ain't never been in it, you can't tell me nothing. It's such an ignorant take. That's all I got to say. Did I miss anything? Nah, nah, the word. Hey, yo, Mo, Katie, it's time to drop and give me 60, baby. Part two. Game show music, please. Whoa, hold, hold on, hold on, Tonto. Huh? Let me get the, the, the stopwatch going. You know up. what time it is, Katie. It's the same thing every week. I don't come in here to play. I come in here to part. Last week, we did Who's the Catch Part 1. There was 60 seconds of Katie and myself mm-hmm. going back and forth debating who we believe is the catch based off of the Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens Marriage and situation. Yep. I believe that's his name. Green Bay Packers. Now, I have a few more celebrities that I want Katie and I to debate mm-hmm. on who's the catch. Okay. The way the game works, 60 seconds on the clock. I throw a couple out. Katie and I decide who we believe is the catch. If we agree, we continue. If we disagree, we stop the clock and get busy. Mm. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. 60 seconds on the clock. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. That's hard. Huh? I know. Because well, Rita, she bought that life. I'm going to say Tom. Did Is Rita Wilson, mm-hmm. the brand Wilson, mm-hmm. like that makes basketballs and all that. Is that her? I don't know if she's t- attached to it. I don't think she is. But Rita, is. she's a great woman. No, I believe that. Wholeheartedly, I That's believe that. I just said Tom. I didn't ask you who was great. I said it was the catch. Tom. Because I'm not playing with you. Tom guys. Hanks. All right, thank you. J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Ben. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. J- ben. J- he got the tat. Huh? He dates Jennifer's. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Jen. Uh, come on. But we got she, 60 damn seconds, Katie. She's Selena. Anything for Selena's J-Lo. All right, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. I seen Ben Affleck's back tattoos. J-Lo is the catch. DDG and Holly Bailey. Holly Bailey. I don't know who DDG is, so Holly Bailey is definitely the exactly. catch. Oh. And this is where it gets fun. Bird Show listeners, this one is strictly for you. Oh, shit. Kristen, Klingshin, or Bart? Push. Nope. We ain't pushing a damn thing. Push. Who's the catch, Katie? Oh, I got to say push. You know the rules. Those are my Caucasian parents. You know, I know who it is. I can't say nothing. I know. Yes, can't. you can. Nope. No, you know the rules. There is no push. Mo. There is no push. Mo. Uh-huh. That's my name. Kristen or Bart? I didn't stutter. Who's the catch? Oh my gosh. I don't. Who's the catch? And then he. We got 60 seconds, Katie. And then, and then, Ah. dad. And then. then Who's the catch? All right, I got an easier one for you. Madeline's. You got to answer one or the other. You ready for this one? Yeah. My mom or my dad? They both love you to death. Oh, Who's no. the catch? No. Why are we playing this game? Who's the catch, Katie? I don't want to play no 60 more. 60 seconds on the clock. I don't want to play. Who's the catch? I don't want to play. You got to pick one. Bart. No. Bart. Bart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait. Yo, I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. I can't. Wait, matter of fact, I might go pull up on Kristen and Jimmy and Bart right now. Wait, what? Bart is the catch? You made me pick. Oh, shit. You made me 
pick. Yo, you picked Bart, though. I, yo, why you ain't stick with Push? It was supposed to be Push. You should have sticked with Push. Because you wasn't going to let me pick between no. your parents or my Caucasian parents. You had. You ain't going to just be having all kind of parents, yo. Somebody got to go. You don't go, go against the black parents. That's all I know. All right. I'm going to allow you to do the push for my parents. <laughs> But we know who your favorite parent is. There's no favorites. Oh, I can't there wait to go no to work. Favorites. You heard it here first. <laughs> I love Kristen and Bart. Yeah, I bet you do. No, say Bart and Kristen, because you already said who the cat. Time for question of the week. And these are going directly to Katie. Okay. First question comes from me. Saw this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Realized I needed an answer from no one other than Katie herself. Okay. The question reads, mm-hmm. why don't studs need to be six feet tall and make 100K to get a good woman? She got a good strap. <laughs> Wait. When? Wait. The, the truth. <laughs> no. No, I don't even care about the answer. It was the quickness for me. Oh. I didn't. Wait, have you been asked that before? <laughs> Why were you so prepared? I thought I was going to get a chuckle out of you. A pause. Like something. I, I was not. So this is known. Like this is okay. That's what it is. I feel like it's it goes true to the stereotype in the hetero world. Where a woman will put up with a dude who's not offering that much in life because she's digmatized, right? <laughs> I feel like that goes true with studs. If a stud has You could be strapmatized? Yeah. Were? Yeah. But how you pay for straps? So who's buying a small strap? Like in men world, you born no. with it. Like you you on nah. who waits in line. See, it's something about studs where they know they can pick it out and be like, yo, don't even worry about it. Because I know what I'm doing. Oh, you got and then the strap and mouth combo may change a woman's mm, life. You got to pick the right strap for you. Yeah. Because if you get if the strap like big and you don't really know what you're doing with it, like that ain't your strap. Stop now, playing. Like you don't even know what you're doing. Exactly. See, and that's the perks of this world. The world that I live in. Yeah. We can pick the size we want. Mm, yeah. It must you be know? nice. And we can pick the size we want. Mm-hmm. And then if she knows what she's doing with the size that you want. Eh, I so that's it. what I'm saying. Like, how can you go wrong with the strap if you pick the strap? You ain't born with it. You pick it. So it's like that shouldn't even be a thing in y'all world. That's a thing. Like, yo, she had the, she had a bigger strap than you. I go through that. It's not that she had a bigger. It's like, nah, did she use the same strap on another chick? That's it. It's like, who you using this strap on? And are you being sanitary? sanitizing it or whatever but if you know how to use it regardless and you just put it down uh, then that's why you can get away with being short and having locks and you know you get away with more if you good at what if at what you do say less this is another question i saw on twitter that i thought was perfect for katie Mm -hmm. and the tweet read i couldn't believe the fbi completely lied about MLK cheating on Coretta with white women. And they were sued over it and lost. And all of the black people who continue to walk around and say that MLK was a cheater are the worst kind 
of black people. That's what the tweet says. To that, you say. First of all, I'm not even certain that that is true or not. I'm telling you what I'm. I'm telling you. I know Katie, what you're saying, right? And if that's the case, what if, the tweet says. If that is the case, we're gonna go back to the same thing we talked about two episodes ago, where Mo said, "If there is a man of a higher stature." Oh God, it's not about me. Why there you, is a possibility that he. There may be of infidelity. Course. I ain't saying nothing that's not obvious, of course. There's, so yes. there's still that possibility that MLK it, It's a possibility still? that a lot of men have cheated. Now, that's irrelevant. Can we get to what we're talking about? The tweet reads that the FBI lied about MLK cheating on Coretta and they were sued over it and lost. Someone then commented, hold up. This whole time it wasn't true? Not true at all, bae. Wait, what? It's not true? Didn't Coretta write about his infidelity in her book? Oh. She responded, nope. She actually stated in her book she felt he was faithful the entire time. Y'all should actually read. This is what the people are saying. All right. I'm going to do my own research then. I'll, I'll backtrack on that, MLK. They say they lied about Martin cheating. They lied about Malcolm X not being straight. All slander I to flip the narratives on Malcolm, our black but- civil rights leaders. And the folks you see repeating it or slandering MLK are the worst kind of black folks. They just want to make you believe that black men don't cheat, but we know the truth. So, huh? So you're not even going to do your research before you decide if you owe MLK an apology. No, I said I said that. I just said that before I said what I just said. Uh I'm going to do my research for now. Uh MLK, you got it, homeboy. But when I come back next week, I'm on that ass. When you going to come back though? Because you going to come back in January. That's his month. And? That's disrespectful. And you can't wait till February for obvious reasons. When you going to come back? Katie, if you go out, I'm telling you right now, if you go out there and do your research. And my research comes back true? No, we ain't we not there yet. If it come back true, then obviously you get to like city but girls and it, twerk all over the room. But if you come back and you have. If it don't, then I'll wait till March. That's what he did for a living. He marched. But you going to do it in March? You see how disrespectful? <laughs> yo, nah, see? Nah, yo. All right, all y'all. right, all right, all right. Oh, man. Time for relationship talk. If you are in a, or what you believe to be, a toxic relationship, I have a test that I would like for you to try. hmm Okay? hmm In fact... If you don't even believe you are in a toxic relationship, but you find yourself arguing, bickering with your significant other often. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know, there's always something. Yeah, there's always something. There's always something. A lot of us in relationships where you just feel like that. It's just always something. Mm. No matter what it is, it could be over dinner. It could be over your friends at work. It could be over something the kid did. It could be over the dishes. It could be over anything. It's just a bickering-ass situation mm-hmm. too often. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep. I want you to figure out this week if it's you. How we figure that out? Here's what you do. It's very okay. simple. It's very simple. Okay. For one week, mm-hmm. one week, I want you mm-hmm. every single time that your significant other says something that is clearly bad energy. Mm-hmm. 
that is coming from a negative place, any kind of sprinkled negativity on it, mm. you can see it. Mm. I want you to step back. Mm. I want you to just step back. And when they do it and you see it, I want you to respond positively. Because a lot of us would normally respond differently if it wasn't our significant other. But because you get so caught up with that person, you love them, you have passion for them, you care, that a lot of the times you don't even realize it, but they suck you in with their negativity. And before you know it, you just in there drowning, having a whole punch off with negativeness. And then that's how the bickering and the toxicness continues in your relationship. So for just one week, I want you to look at it, notice it, and then approach it with positivity. Hmm. Just do it for a week. Okay. Watch what happens. Now, here's what you're going to discover. You ready for this, Katie? Yeah, I'm ready. What are they going to discover? It's going to be one of two things. Okay. One... You're going to realize how often their energy is negative mm. and how often they lead with animosity mm. as opposed to understanding and patience. Mm. And it's going to actually change the way that you see it and respond to it because you will no longer take it so personal because you'll realize that this is genuinely something that they are struggling with and needs to be addressed and fixed. And if it cannot be, then you then now have a decision to make mm. about if you still want to move forward with this toxic-ass person. Okay. That's the first thing that may happen. Okay. The second thing that may happen is y'all will not argue about anything. And everything will actually go really smoothly for a week, and you'll realize... That damn, once I stopped adding my spin on these things, we stopped arguing. Which then means that you're the toxic individual in the situation. Mm. And then you need to figure out why your ass is <laughs> so toxic or negative and always leading with animosity. Because... Most of these toxic relationships that deal with this, it come from somewhere. Right. It's one of y'all. Right. And I have stopped in relationships in my life and stepped back and said, hold up, yo. And when every time I did it, Katie, I promise you, it wasn't me. She started arguing with herself. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm talking right. about shit. All right. No, I'm, what? I'm telling you the truth. This has happened to me in my life. Are you one herself? Yes, you never been. You never been with somebody who argue with themselves. I don't, I don't know. I know you have, because you are the most non-argumentative person. So I know, I know you have, and you probably find yourself getting caught up in it sometime. Like, why are we always doing this? If you stop, take a second, step back, and look at it, mm. you will truly discover very quickly if it's you or if it's them. Okay. All right, you going to do that test too? I'm not dating anybody like that. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> what? Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.